Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B two B sales. Happy to have you here. We have Steve Hotter, CMO at Jotform, an online forms platform that helps customers create custom online forms and collect relevant data. As our guest in today's episode of the Sales Star Podcast, we're really excited to hear from Steve and especially his ideas and tips on B two B marketing. Steve, welcome to the show. It's really good to have you here. Thanks for taking the time to participate. And uh, before we dive into the next part of the conversation, we'd first like to know a little bit about you. So tell us about yourself and your journey at Jotform, and of course, how you basically started off as CMO here, and what a typical day at work is like for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you much for the opportunity and the invitation to to come on. A little bit about my background. I've been in the marketing business for a very long time, for more than 30 years. Basically started right out of college in marketing departments and uh, along the way picked up an MBA in marketing and have uh, been doing technology marketing basically in the software world since uh, the early 1990s. I started working at Jotform in 2016, so I'm coming up on almost five years now with the company. I saw our CEO, Ida Kentank, was uh, had put an ad up for uh, a CMO at the time. And it looked very interesting, checked out the company, saw they had a, a, a very nice looking product. And I thought it was a very important product actually, because every company needs to pull up uh, customer data in a very efficient way. Uh, he and I talked and next thing I know, I'm I'm the CMO at Jotform. Great, so uh, we'd love to hear about, about some of, possibly some of the recent changes that the team and even you as a marketing leader at the company have had to undergo given the last couple of months because of the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I mean, COVID for Jotform has, in a way, and I don't definitely do not mean to sound callous on, on this in any stretch, but COVID has actually been an incredible opportunity for Jotform because companies have now realized that they needed to find ways, in fact, they needed to find this very fast, how to collect information without interacting face-to-face with a person. So with, you know, paper forms have always been kind of the way companies have done it, uh, you know, face-to-face interviews, those kinds of things. Companies needed to rapidly pivot to a digital world. And when they started looking for a solution, they found Jotform. And as a result of that, uh, our business has really honestly, has exploded in the last six to eight months. That, that sounds right. That, that's actually pretty great for, for the team at Jotform. That's uh, kudos to you guys. And there have been a couple of, in fact, many tech companies, especially the tech B2B marketplace has essentially um, sort of, uh, if you look at the success rates or the, or the, the industry as a whole, it hasn't suffered as much as, uh, you know, others like travel and tourism or even hospitality. So coming back though to, to the topic of the day, marketing and sales, obviously there have been companies like yours that have, uh, not really faced some of the other challenges that maybe other industries have, but in general, marketing and sales has changed and transformed during this new normal, and it still is because uh, teams have to adjust to to a complete virtual selling environment. There are no events, there are no physical meetings. The role is changing. The technology needed to understand customers that's changing. Even the customer behaviors are changing. So, what are some of the secrets you'd share with marketing and sales in? general during this time? Well, I think in particular at Jotform, what we've done is we never looked at ourselves as kind of a traditional type of company. So when we started bringing on a sales team, we didn't bring on that 
oh, let's get on a plane and go meet customers. Let's spend all day in a car just knocking on doors and going to see customers. We were kind of at the forefront for a number of years, actually, doing virtuals. So doing things through uh, video conferences, uh, you know, your Skypes, your Google, Google Meets, things like that, and really going just pure digital. And we found that to be very effective for us early on. I mean, really before COVID had ever, you know, had ever come to come to come to being, we were doing the remote types of sales and doing quite well at it. And now that now that we're in this current situation, a lot of other companies are trying to figure out how they're going to do it. Well, we've already been doing it for a number of years. So for us, it's just a continuation of what we've done successfully for the last, you know, three, four years now. Absolutely. So obviously that there's one pressing topic here. So a lot of leaders have been talking about the need for uh, since a while now, the need for better alignment between the two teams, marketing and sales, because um, that's where that's where there's there's there, there are a lot of missed opportunities or a lot of like lack of communication that leads to lost opportunities. So especially during this time, though, we'd love to hear from you how as a marketing leader, you've uh, essentially crossed these challenges when it comes to creating this alignment over the years and of course if you can share some specific tips to meet the changing needs for this particular downtime yeah i mean i've always looked at sales and marketing as two sides of the same coin really my sales teams i've looked at them as my eyes and ears on the ground because they're talking to customers every day so you hear in those customer words what their needs are, what their wants, what their hesitations are about your product, if they have any, what they like about it. You hear about you know competitors getting mentioned, you know those types of things. So part of what I've always done with my sales teams, and, not, and this is not only at Jotform, but this is other places I've been at, is have the sales team report back every sales call what happened. We're not asking them the right war and peace. It's just give me a couple sentences or some bullet points of what was discussed and what are some of the main topics. As a result of that, I mean, you're getting, you know, say I call it live fire research because you're you're getting real customers, current and potential, telling you about your product and about your environment and about your industry. That's extraordinarily valuable information. And when you see that, you start seeing trends popping up. You start seeing trouble spots before they appear. You see opportunities before they appear, probably before your competitors can see those opportunities. And so it gives you a chance to really seize on different market positions and market shifts. And it's really quite valuable. And then, you know, again, it's a, it's a two-way street because then as a marketer, you can help craft messages and help craft documents and collateral and things that the sales team needs to go out there and do their job even better. And so that's why I say it, it, two sides of the same coin and it's a very symbiotic kind of relationship. Absolutely. So that obviously makes a lot of sense. But coming up next, can you talk about some of the biggest marketing and sales campaigns or innovative uh, strategies that leading brands in B2B or even B2C have uh, stood out for in your view during this downtime? Something interesting that you've come across that that has really resonated with, with 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 the target audience, with the peers in marketing and sales? Some of the big things is just, and again, I'll talk primarily Jotform here because we see what a lot of other companies are doing and they're mirroring an awful lot of what we're doing. But it's really, you know, using your CRM effectively, using your marketing automation tools effectively. So, you know, as you get those, as those leads come in, and again, I'm saying on some of these things, our leads have more than tripled. And at some places we've had a 5X 
increase in leads. So which means we have to respond faster with that same size sales team. By having those kinds of tools, those digital types of tools that allow us to move quicker and move more effectively has really, you know, is, is really kind of separated us from, from the people that were used to the traditional knock on a door and, and arrange for a meeting. It's, it's really been a game changer for us. And, and honestly, I can't say enough about it because it's just, it, we've, we kind of started it that way, and we've been able to build on it and by having a very solid foundation of that underneath us, we've been able to expand on it and, and, and move very rapidly with, you know, with, in this COVID world that we're all living in. Absolutely. So, um, so obviously the next part, so the, so one part is, um, obviously creating that balanced, uh, tech stack and support to ensure better outcomes. The other part is also, especially during this time of remote sales and remote marketing and all of that, there's a strong need to have a very, um, integrated digital messaging during this time. So what are your key tips here when it comes to marketing? What what tips would you share with companies who are basically repositioning themselves to, to address customer sentiments during this time? How would you basically advise them to create a better presence? Well, I think it, it really comes back down to the basics is know who your customers are and what their needs are and how you can solve that need, right? It's always, to me, it's always been, you know, problem, solution, problem, solution. If you do that right and you know what your core offerings are and you know what those core problems are that your your customers face, it just moves automatically. It just kind of moves one into the next phase. Where I find the companies that have fallen down is they get distracted by shiny things or something that's trendy and they move away from their core competencies. By focusing on you know, three, four, five things that you do really well that are those serious pain points for your customer base, focus on that and don't get distracted by other things. You can p- pretty much power through anything and your customers are there. Every customer that we have found on the JotForm world has really similar types of issues, right? For example, we can have, p- companies want to have a contact form and whether they want to be a, you're a small bakery or you're a large fortune 25 which we have several of those as as our customer base and they want to produce a way to sign up for your newsletter well that's the same problem whether you're fortune 25 or a mom and pop it, sometimes it's the scale of the problems a little bit different but the core of that problem is the same and so JobForm has a solution to that problem at every step of that scale whether you're you need, you're collecting 10,000 an hour or you're collecting you know, 10 a day. Our forms and our systems allow you to do that and to grow and scale as, as your company grows and scales. Absolutely. So when it comes to, uh, especially now and uh, given, given the changes and given what people are expecting when it comes to the future of sales and the future of marketing, what are your thoughts on some of the game-changing technologies that you feel will now change the face of uh, B2B sales and marketing in the future? I think some of the bigger changes is going to be the greater acceptance of video conferencing, whether it's a one-on-one sales meeting or even virtual conferences, right, where everybody used to get together and, you know, we'd, we'd sit in, in different seminars and whatever kinds of presentations. Those are now going to be moving to the, to the online world. So we no longer have to get on a plane and go to a convention center or go to a hotel convention center or something like that and, and work it that way. We'll now be able to do these meetings virtually, um, which is great because it means you don't waste time traveling to get places. You can 
go in there and you can make it part of your normal work day. The other things that I think that are going to become more popular going forward is as artificial intelligence becomes a little bit more refined, it becomes better in the marketing world, as well as bots. And I say, I don't mean bots in a negative sense. I mean bots that work for you in a positive sense, because within your CRM, you might have people that have opened your email six times, but have never responded to a phone call or, you know, any other type of invitation you've given them, whether to participate in a webinar or some other kind of an event. The bots then can be customized to start reacting to that target market, right? Because you're going to keep slicing these markets finer and finer, and they're going to get smaller and smaller. But now you can customize messages that a bot can just churn out. As soon as somebody opens an email up seven times, for example, they're going to get email A. If they open up that email 10 times with no phone call, they're going to get email B. So you can constantly kind of keep that that lead on a, I call it like a low boil. Keep them Keep them warm. And then you'd be able to yeah. come back and, and pull them in. Mm-hmm. Keep the communication ongoing. And then, yes, automating this is uh, is half the work done because this is, again, a lot of this is where a lot of things fall through the cracks, especially in uh, especially in sales when it comes to following up, which is one of the biggest challenges. Again, I think this was a very interesting takeaway. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for your time. And before we wrap up, though, and before we end for the day, we'd love to know if you have some parting thoughts on possibly work life balance or anything to help. Our listeners boost their remote collaboration during this downtime. So we do know that this new normal is going to last for a while longer. So if you have any uh, specific parting parting tips for the day, we'd love to hear them. Well, I think it's if you're going to be working from home, like many of us are now, is make sure one you've got a your equipment is set up properly for your day. Whether you're using a laptop or a large monitor or tablet or whatever, whatever your system is, whatever works best for you. Make sure you have those pieces together. And then make sure you also have a place where you can work effectively, whether you have the luxury of a separate office in your home or a corner of your bedroom or a part of your kitchen. Make sure that that is an area where you can kind of turn off the busyness of the home and do your work. And then likewise, at the end of the day, turn off that computer and spend time with your family, spend time watching television, reading a book, going for a run, whatever it is you want to do, because you need time to kind of regenerate your brain cycles. And if you're all work, it's never going to happen because that's all, that's all you're going to focus on. So you need to take time off to let your to kind of let your mind settle down and also let your body settle down. Absolutely. So obviously, um, uh, these parting thoughts were especially very relevant given what everyone is going through and given what's on everyone's mind. We have seen a lot of reports and a lot of conversations on how this uh, new normal has also led to people having an overlap between their work and their personal life. So they don't really know when one ends and one begins. So uh, on that note, thank you so much, Steve, for sharing that thought. And we'll have you back again sometime soon. But in the meantime, we hope you and the team at Jodform Have a safe uh, time during this new normal and uh, take care. Great. Thank you very much. 